Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay Witcherman, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Goodgirl, Lady Blooding, Primal Empress, Kaze, Roxy, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Northern Sir, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R, Christopher, Kilted Sir, Sam. Firegood and his good boy, Grant, Brian, May Cry, Devil, Ruby Riot, Jay Swizz, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, Blown Deuce, The Wombat, Impact Hazard, Twitch, Lioness X, The Midnight Girl, Sinful, Mrs. and Mr. Heart, J21, Daisy If You Do, Princess Katharina and Katharina's Thrall, Harley Chick, Violet Rain, Serenity, Belle, Puppy Bike, Jedi Kitten 17, Eric, Cat Daddy, Sweetie Todd, Lady Affliction, and Dr. Dave. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. All right there, Buttercup. You ready? Ready! Good, because I already hit record. Oh, fuck you. Uh, you you got to know. That's fine. Listen, I actually had, for me, a decent amount of sleep, so. I don't think I did, so I'm the one that's going to be a little bit slap happy this morning. Yeah. Ooh, I get to slap you? I will not be happy. Oh, damn it. <laughs> that's not how this works, okay? That's not how any of this works. <laughs> We're already in that kind of mood. <laughs> I swear to God, every other thing I've said, you've come up with some sort of quote for it already okay, this morning. Okay, it's I popped into a live last night, like um, you do, with, like I do with the well. When I'm home on a Saturday night and I'm already hair is done and makeup is done, I might as well take advantage of it. Of course. So um, the dynamic I've talked about them before. Check them out. They're uh, a website for. Specifically DS. Mm-hmm. If you're in a DS dynamic, they're trying to make themselves a classier version of uh, FetLife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right? There's mm-hmm. there's no um, there's no X-rated pictures or videos. I was going to say classy it's, and FetLife yeah, don't go together. It's safe so. for work. There's education. There's groups. All that. Cool. Anyway, so I went in because we're usually talking about kink, but apparently last Saturday night's trivia night. What kind of trivia? Ob- obscure things like... Do you know what the actual last letter of the alphabet was? Was? In what language? In, in English. What was the last, which was the last letter that was added to the alphabet? That was added? So like not alphabetical order added, but like timeline? I'm not telling you anything else. That's the question. Why? No, believe what? it or not, it's the letter J. Oh, no, that I believe. And I objected strenuously. Why? Or because I... Because the Virgo in me said, what the fuck? Well, okay. Like, I could have accepted why. That was at least close to the end. Uh, another question. They just took a letter and stuck it randomly? Yes. And in the middle, like, I object. Okay. Uh, another question was, 
um, what crispy chocolate candy comes in a comes in um I forgot what the flavor was, like some oddball flavor. And the answer was Japan. The one that I got right, what is the one federal crime that Netflix overlooks? Overlooks? Yeah. Well, it's sure as shit not sharing passwords anymore. Well, that used it, that's the answer, but because we're not all pirating, I guess. It, no, the answer is passwords because right. it's a federal crime, which means we could actually all be thrown in jail. But they're not throwing us. Jail. But listen, your relation, it's always been your relationship is not official unless you get each other's Netflix password and one of them, Look, one of my you ex-husband, gets rid of my your ex-husband Netflix. and I still share passwords. Yeah. See, it's fine. Right. But anyway, I forgot what my whole point of all this. Oh, I was on fire last night with the funnies. Like I was making them fall off their chairs, most of them. I don't know what it was. Like people are writing in the comments, oh my God, I love it when Rara's in this live. It's so <laughs> funny. I seriously need to get my ass in gear and start getting more people so that I can join lives. Considering the whole reason we do TikTok is you. Oh, uh, well, no. We do TikTok because you wanted to do social media. And I said, you need to do TikTok because it'll get you a lot more people. And I did it. Mm-hmm. I was following orders and I did it well. You're welcome. Anytime. But I think this is actually a really perfect segue into today's episode. It is. How did we do that? We're so good. We're so because sad. we are. We're geniuses. <laughs> no, pause for coffee drinking. I was going to say genius with coffee yeah. addiction. Well, it's part of what makes us a genius is we uh, have because coffee. Because without coffee, we would not be geniuses. <laughs> that's so smart. We would be dead. That's, that's oh, kind I of. I was thinking the rest of you would all be dead. I'd be alive, but in jail. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, I, I would just be like dead. Okay. Because without coffee, I get migraines and I get like really, really like exceptionally tired on days that I don't have coffee. And it's like. Right. Drink. Uh, oh, drink. Okay. Uh, drink. All right. Delicious. Yes. That's actually really good coffee. Thank you. Thank you very much. You I made good. it myself. You di- Did you? I really did. Or did your coffee sub? No, I did. Okay. He's, coffee sub was he's falling got down friends, on the job. He's got childhood friends visiting, so they are doing the whole tourist DC thing. So they are out the door early every morning. Gotcha. Today is the zoo. How's it feel to have all these young men in the house? Oh, my God. So I have just, I know this has nothing to do with the topic, but this is funny. <laughs> and I know where Dara's going with this because I texted everybody last night. <laughs> so mind you, my son is an adult. He's a grown-ass adult. He's 28 years old. And his friends are the exact same age. And I come downstairs to get something out of the kitchen. And I hear the TV's on. They're watching a movie. And all of a sudden, I'm hearing some music. I'm like, huh, that sounds familiar. And I come around the corner to see what they're watching. And here are these three grown-ass adult men (laughs) watching Encanto. (laughs) I I think it's great. They are all, this is the, see, this is the new generation. Like, if they the, want to fucking the, watch a candle, they don't have to worry about toxic masculinity. Yeah, no, the, they're they just, just do they what they don't hell give a, a fuck generation. No, they, they do what they want to do. Yeah. And That's I love that. Funny. That's funny. And see, me, I just went, what the fuck? <laughs> that would never have happened. Like, 10 years ago, that nope. would never. They would have been like watching Die Hard. Yeah. It has to be. Like, Whether they wanted to or not. Yeah, because it has it to, be to be manly. manly. Anyway, no, Encanto, that's just, <laughs> that's just hilarious. Yes. Yeah. So 
But maybe we can. Okay, so here's here's the good segue for that. Okay, I'm ready. Um, you were doing a TikTok live upstairs away from your son and his friends. Yeah, not to embarrass my son. Exactly. You were not out to his friends. No, I'm not out to his friends. In fact, he he was very happy because I have on my whiteboard in my office mm-hmm. it says "Welcome to Pink Kink Institute." So that whenever I'm teaching the class, it's right behind me. And I erased it and I got a text from my son while I was at work saying, uh, thanks, mom. I don't know if you erased it for different reasons, but I appreciate that because I was going to ask you to erase it. I'm like, no problem. I, I, I do know how to censor myself. I don't like to have to, but I know how. You do? I do. Oh. It's just, it's a choice. It's a lifestyle choice when yeah, I don't that's censor true. myself. That's true. Uh, so yeah, no, but um, I'm just trying to figure out like where was you censoring yourself at my husband's birthday party a couple years ago? I wasn't. Clearly. Because I forgot there were vanillas. <laughs> okay, it was all our Kingster friends and three vanillas. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm not really sure that Jane counts as a right? vanilla. And, and honestly, I wasn't talking <laughs> kink, I was talking sex. And vanillas have sex. Yes, they do. And I talked about sex when I was vanilla. I didn't have a... I didn't control my thoughts and but vanillas don't either. necessarily join orgies and become somebody's fluffer and that's how they met. No, not everybody's that's as lucky not, as I am. That's not necessarily a typical meet cute. It, it's not. It's a difficult meet cute because you can't necessarily tell people. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, thank God my bosses haven't asked me how I met my partner. Though when anybody asks me who I can't share the whole story with. I just say I met at a birthday party for a mutual friend, which is it's true. true. It's true. It just left out the other stuff. Right. You know, though I can't say I, I saw him and I just knew I wanted to be with him because he was delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people just assume you say he looked delicious. delicious. He did not look delicious. That you had he also tasted. was delicious. I was going to say something, but you're taking another sip of coffee. And the oh, last God. thing we want is the coffee spewed all over the electric. Okay, go. Bowl. All right. I was going to say, if you've never had like a really extra large Tootsie Pop in your mouth, you should. <laughs> I actually don't like Tootsie Pops. <gasps> I don't like Tootsie Rolls. I don't like anything having to do with that. Ah, Sorry, Diesel. More for me. I'm not going to have your Tootsie Pop. <laughs> it's a shame. Is it's it really- delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to hold it together. It is not working. <laughs> because look at her face when she goes, it's delicious. <laughs> like, I feel like that's a new catchphrase. <laughs> we have too many. I know. What's y'all's favorite you catchphrase? You know why? Because I'm a genius and I keep coming up with them without meaning to. I just say things. Yeah, you repeatedly say things and then they become catchphrases. But I want to know what people think is the best catchphrase that we've had. I mean, obviously, besides aftercare salami. I'm sorry. Jesus. It's the aftercare salami because every now and then someone makes a comment about it on in t- on a TikTok post. Yeah. And, and when it's talking about aftercare. It's like the longest running joke we've got. It just because it, it just it's perfect. It's funny. It's a euphemism yet not a euphemism, which it's, makes it funny. But it's that was in my favorite part thing about that is like that was the episode where we actually got our personality. We always had it was that but we stopped hiding it. That's true. Because this this is how we've always been, which is why we became friends so quickly. Instantaneously. This has always been. From the very first night we met, this is what they're in the relationship. Yeah. Movie quotes and bonkers. Yeah. And coffee. Harry Potter, Tiara, Disney. Yeah. All that stuff. That's it. Yeah. And then what? Like, 
I think a month after I moved into my house, which was maybe a year after we met. No, two years after we two met. Years. Uh, you decided we were going to have a Harry Potter party at my house. Yes. And you realized that I still have the Ministry of Magic sign on my toilet. Oh, my God. It was brilliant. It was it's, brilliant. It's still there. And people lift up the toilet lid and they look and the arrow pointing down, it says Ministry of Magic this way. And they're like, what the fuck? You guys are crazy. I'm like, are you kidding me? No, this is how you weed people out. If they don't know what that is, <laughs> oh, everybody off with their heads. Everybody has known what that is. Oh, thank God. Everybody that comes over, well, except maybe my parents, know what that is. Oh, thank God. Okay, so now how long have we managed to avoid the actual topic at hand? Um, we've mentioned it, we, sort of. We alluded we to allu it. Ooh, fancy word for first thing in the morning. I'm impressed. Um, Do you know me? I do. I'm just I'm giving I'm you praise. I'm, I'm fancy. Praise kink is your thing. I'm sorry. No, I didn't. I actually did. That just went right over my head <laughs> that time. <laughs> I was just like, why would I not be fancy? Do you know me? I'm fancy. <laughs> fancy Nancy. Uh, no, that's not my name. Do you not know Fancy Nancy? Who's Fancy Nancy? You don't know who Fancy Nancy is? I know who Fancy Oh, thank Nancy. God. I was telling I was telling Mr. Irrelevant last <laughs> yesterday as we're driving that you didn't know who Rock Hudson was. And he was like, are you kidding? Because he's only like two, three years older he's than He's over 40, okay? He knows things. I thought we weren't talking about. We don't talk. Well, when he's 40, that's fine. Okay. When I'm 40, that's no longer fine. All right. All right. That's just how it works. All right, Rara. Yeah? Get on the shtick. I thought you were going to start this. Oh, I am? We, we even talked about this right before the episode started. Hold on. I'm looking up Fancy Nancy. Look, look what happens. You're getting near 40 and your memory's starting to go. No, that went when I was 20. Ooh. That's been a while. No, well, no, that's that's gone a long, 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 long. Fancy Nancy is a character, is a book character. Yeah, and she has like a fancy and dress and her She wears fancy and, stuff. Yeah. She likes to have tea parties versus just Oh, I'm playing. a Fancy Nancy. And she uses fancy words. Um, and she has a dog, but she doesn't just have any dog. She has, um, I, what, I can't even say this. Like a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel? Uh, like No, a Pumpa. Who? I forgot what it is. I'll have to look it up. But it's it's a fancy dog. Okay. Like poodle looking, but it's not a poodle. Huh? Y y people who have, especially little girls... Because my daughter was totally into Fancy Nancy and would always dress as Fancy Nancy. In fact, it just came up a Facebook memory of her when she was six. We were going out to a very fancy restaurant, IHOP. And <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and she wants to dress for the occasion. Mm -hmm. So she's wearing her sunglasses and she has a humongous flower bow mm -hmm. in her head on her head. She's got her purse. Mm -hmm. And um shoes with heels when i was about seven i for halloween i wanted to be a rich lady <laughs> i still want that so i wore plastic heels out of the dress-up bin mm -hmm. a giant hat from somebody else's dress-up bin yeah and my grandmother's fur coat and some really, really long dress because only rich people wore long dresses, apparently, in my head. Here's the picture. That's pretty fucking cute. That's <laughs> a huge bow. <laughs> I told you it was huge. That's bigger than her face. She's six years old in this picture. That's huge. And the purse. Oh, my God. That's so cute. The purse. Yes, with the little sandals. But that, those are heels. Are they? Yeah, they're like wedge heels. Mine were like plastic ones that you get when you have like a doll in the dress and then the doll comes with a human-sized dress as well and you're both wearing the same heels. Yeah. That was what I was wearing. 
Okay, let's get to the topic. Okay, yeah, it's been like 14 minutes. I'm sure that we can actually come to the topic at some point. Um, Let's talk about coming out. Can, do you want me to help you here with no, this? No, no, I mean, I'm just pausing there because I, I want to say something specific about that. But we're coming out as poly or kinky. Okay. Rara. Yes. Didn't, didn't somebody have an issue with that term? Oh, yeah. I, um, I was asking about, for this episode, I wanted to find out other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, experiences with whether or not they came out as poly and or kinky to their family, friends, whomever. So I could have asked on my usual platforms, and I did ask our patrons. I could have asked on TikTok or Facebook, but I really wanted to get a more, how do I say this? Biased? Not so much biased, but crap. Turned out to be biased. Well, it turned out to be crap. Yeah. I mean, you were going for crap, so like, didn't you get what you wanted? I, I, well, what I wanted was I wanted to get from people who weren't necessarily kinky at, this sounds, I, I don't mean as from a hierarchical standpoint, but people were kinky like we were in the sense of going out to public events and okay. hanging out with our kinky friends. I wanted to get more from the people who kink at home. Online just kinky? Online, online only or kink just with their partner at home. I mean, home. granted, that's what I was for a good long right? time. But that's that's the the group that I wanted to hear from. So I went on Reddit. <laughs> and then I'm texting everybody in the group going, regrets mm-hmm. mistakes were made and i i you know reddit regret right. kind of goes together um, i have a throwaway reddit account because don't we all a lot of the groups I forgot what mine is a lot of the groups that we have have rules about what you may or may not post and if i come in as my pink kink podcast then they think that i'm doing research for the podcast and they won't let me post like which, dara which while technically that is true I want to try to get around it. The, you know, when I got banned, it was literally, it wasn't even because I was doing research. It was a genuine, legit question. Yeah. So I'm still pissed about that, right. but fuck them. Yes, I can tell. So I said, so I came, I did my throwaway account and I gave this whole sh- story about how my partner and I are kinky. And here's what's interesting. I just kept saying my partner. I never said he, she, mm-hmm. they, I just, my partner, no and gender to it. you didn't have a gender either. Well, it my my name, my name has an assumed gender in it okay well because it's got the word mama in it got you so um i said i was thinking of coming out to my family and friends as polly and kinky because i'm tired of having to hide who i am Mm -hmm. um it was getting more difficult we'd be at dinner at my family's house and my sister has noticed that i'm always making sure my partner's drink is filled so that i don't eat until my partner eats and they want to get together on a Saturday night, but my partner and I plans to go to the dungeon. And I, I'm just tired of lying. Any advice? Wow. Wow, wow. And that not a good wow. The number of people who responded with, why the hell would you tell your family and friends about your sex life? Yep. That When I went and checked, that was the first thing I noticed. And I was like, oh, Rara's going to be pissed. <laughs> so I tried writing comments where, first of all, Here's the funny thing. I, I don't know about other people's, and maybe my family's just weird, which is entirely possible. I talked about my sex life with my family. Well, I sure as fuck didn't. Well, okay, that's not true. Because remember how when I was first starting to date Daddy J, and mm-hmm. like my mom didn't know I was already dating Daddy J? Yeah. She says, okay, I'm going to make a list of qualifications I want your next bow to have, and sex was on it. 
Just having sex? Just having sex. Didn't mean it was good or bad, just have sex. Well, no. She said, she's and this was the actual quote. I said, Ma, what if there's something that I want on that list, but I don't want you to know what it is? And in my thought, it was kink. Right. And she goes, honey, I don't want to know what kind of sex you're having. I just want you to have it. Yeah. Because my ex and I were not having it, and that she knew. Well, that's all thing. It's not that I got into detail with my family. Or, you know, where I would say, okay, so we had sex last night. We did this position and I had three orgasms. Yeah, no, nobody does that. We don't do that. But we certainly wouldn't. If I had sex last night and somehow it seemed appropriate to the conversation, I wasn't going to hide from the fact that I had sex. I assume couples have sex. They're supposed to. They should for a healthy relationship. Unless, of course, you you know, you can certainly plan something else as long as everybody's in agreement. But in both mine and Dara's cases, this was a case of we wanted sex and our partner did. So that was bad. Exactly. It was bad. Right. But so I tried to do that. Then the other thing that really surprised me was the amount of people who were saying when I would say so my parent when I'd say we couldn't go out to. You know, dinner dinner with them on Saturday night because we were going to the club and they would say, oh, cool. What kind of club? And the amount of people whose response were your family doesn't understand boundaries. Why are they asking these questions? That's stupid. That's just a conversation. And I thought, I am so sorry that your families don't care about each other. Even I, with my fucked up family relationship, we all care about each other enough that if one of us said we're going to the club, it would be very natural for the other, for another person in the family to say, oh, sounds like fun. What kind of club is it? Dance club, club with bar, comedy club. Right. I used to go to a comedy club all the freaking time. I just didn't think that that was stepping over boundaries. So that was really amazing. And now, look, I got some lovely responses from people who obviously understand. And they would also make comments about, you know, BDSM isn't about sex all the time, people. Right. Which is, you know, Rara's big right? soapbox. I actually got a lovely private message from somebody who says, I am so sorry that you are getting these crap messages from people. From crap people. From, you know, be, that they don't understand BDSM. And it was, it, it, it was very... Wasn't it in like BDSM advice? Yes. Like specifically for BDSM yeah. people? Yeah, that's bullshit. So the fact that these BDSM people immediately were like, why are you telling your family about your sex life? I don't know. I mean, granted, it's hard for me to tell now because my friends and I talk about our sex life and we talk about it in great detail. Mm-hmm. I mean, now we will be. Oh, my God. So we had sex last night. We were in this position. Oh, dear God. I got X number of orgasms. Yeah. We freaking talk about that in our group chat chats. Yeah. So, but again, we're all kinky, so it's hard to determine whether or not. Well, I, I mean, certainly didn't go to that level of detail. So, like, but here's the thing: I do this with my coworkers. Granted, this one in particular is kinky, but still, we didn't know that at first. So she barges into my office, and she goes, "Oh my god!" So I thought I was gonna get sex last night, and I shaved my pussy, and then we didn't end up having sex, and she, I don't remember why. And then she's like, but I am so itchy right now. Oh, my God. And I didn't say a word. I just opened my desk drawer and pulled out a thing of lotion and handed it to her. And she goes, oh, God, I already did that, girl. But like, oh, my God, it still itches. Yeah. I mean, look, I I am very open and honest with my kids. Part of it, a large part of it is because we, especially Americans, for yeah. those of you who are listening to us from other countries, you probably all understand this. Americans are fucking prudes. Yes. Like, Jesus, I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired. The stigma behind, like, even a married couple who 
everybody would expect is having sex. Y'all like try to pretend you're, oh, haha, wasn't me. Wow, that landed right on my tits too. It wasn't me knocking it over. Okay, but yeah, that was like getting punched in the tits, man. I love getting punched in the tits. Well, I'm, no, I don't. So that actually, (laughs) good thing I had a lot of padding over my tits or that would have really hurt. (laughs) See? I'm going to move this thing and it's going to hit me in the tits again. Okay. You say that like that's a bad thing. Is there a way for me to get hit in the tits? How? Listen. How? Listen, Linda. <laughs> listen. Sorry, I got distracted. It's been a while since my tits have been punched. I can do that for you. I don't know if I trust you. <laughs> you know what? You know what we can do? You can just bend over a spanking bench and I'll just start boxing. Oh, don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> I don't know how to box. It's not going to be well-trained boxing match, but I'll no. do it. It's one of my favorite things to do as a top. The only problem is, is I have to figure out how to make fists with fingernails now that I have fingernails again. Ooh, yeah, that would be... Mine all broke off. Anyway, continue with your okay, story. Sorry. Um, I lost where I was. You were talking about crap Reddit oh, yeah. answers. And... So anyway, um, what? so what we've done is we've got... We're going to talk about our own personal experiences with whether or not we decided or not decided to come out as Polly and or Kinky. And read some of these better responses. I didn't. I didn't put in the crap responses Why not? because I just couldn't. Okay. I just couldn't. Well, you can tell a couple of that you remember. Yeah. Some of the more memorable well, ones. I, I all I remember is that everybody was like, "Why would you?" And not only did they say, "Why would you tell your parent, your family about your sex life?" But the the disdain and the judgment, like, you must be a hoe if you're willing to talk about your sex life to other people. Huh? Really? That was like, the judgment was so What the fuck clear. kids are on this? Well, especially, here's what's interesting. To find people who, who are into BDSM who are prudes is quite the um. Okay, reach. wait, 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 wait. Compared to a lot of people in the kink community, I'm a prude. Are I've been you? called Yeah, I've been called one, like to my face. I'm pretty sure you did it. Yeah, but I call you lots of names. I don't always mean it. It's just fun for me. <laughs> well, like I won't, I won't go um, topless. I don't a... think that's. I see. I know enough people who don't get naked. They're not comfortable with it. Okay, well, maybe I called me a prude. Yeah, I mean, I remember one woman in particular when she was very new to lifestyle. Her very first scene she did at my dungeon, she sat on a bench facing a wall, and took her top off, so that she could get beaten on the back but nobody would see her breasts okay valid after doing it for a couple of years she she, well she won't walk around topless she is comfortable now taking off her top and then and if anybody accidentally see if anybody sees it she's not as worried about it look i am well aware my absolute comfort in being naked is an exception and i was that way long long before kink I've been that way since I was a teenager. Well, there's this one time I was wearing a corset at, at uh, Studio 58, and I just couldn't stand wearing it anymore when we were about to leave. And I, in the middle of the dungeon, just took it off and then just put my shirt on. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> like hanging out. My very, very first scene at a public dungeon, I just stripped and was I, naked yeah. and didn't think anything about it. Um. So I've just been that way for, for years. And the same thing with sex. I've always been, I mean, I laugh. I managed somehow to stay a virgin until I was almost 20. Dude, that's weird because I even beat you on that. Right. But that's also depending upon whose version, whose definition. 
of sex you do? Are you going by Bill Clinton's definition or other people's? Okay, wait a minute. Because I didn't have PIV sex until I was almost 20. Okay. But I had oral sex by the time I was 13. Okay. Um, oral sex, I would say 14 for me and PIV 17. Yeah. I, now, here's what's interesting. I remember exactly who I did oral sex with for the first time. I don't even know the last name of the guy that I lost my virginity to. But he was a bodybuilder. I've always had a thing for muscles. Yeah. Mm, the one I lost my virginity to was a heavy metal bass playing Mustang driving. Damn. Yeah, that was my type. Yeah. No, muscles. Mm-hmm. Muscles was mine. Um, but so I've just always. Oh, long hair. Yeah. So I've just always been comfortable with all of that. Um, when it comes to being poly and kinky, I'm very, very comfortable coming out poly. I will come out poly to anybody and everybody immediately. It's just easy. Um, the kinky, a little slower on that because I see, try to see what people's reactions are. So I did come out as poly and kinky to my family, my parents, my sister, um, which means I'm sure my brother-in-law knows. <laughs> I didn't tell him directly, but I'm sure well, he knows. yeah, he knows. <laughs> well, he knows I do a podcast, so at this point he does. Um, my kids. And it's because I've always been with my kids open and honest about nudity, sex, or anything. My kids didn't think twice about it. I mean, I laugh. I, I would be naked. I was naked in my house until my, my boys were like, Mom, could, could you stop doing that? At which point then I said, okay, now I will stop because they're uncomfortable and yeah. it's all about consent. And so I did. Though the rules are, if you walk into my room, mm-hmm. especially if I'm coming out of the shower, I don't shower with clothes on. Yeah, no. So you're going to see me naked. And if that's an issue for you, then when you hear the shower running, stay the fuck away. Yeah, unless you're Tobias, yeah. you're I, not well, lived, showering with your clothes on. And I lived in Arizona, so like it was hot. So we didn't close doors mm-hmm. because you didn't want a hat. And plus... The way, there are no bathroom doors in Arizona in those houses. There's a door on the room that has the toilet. But your sink, your shower, that's open into your bedroom. There's no door. That's how, that's how houses are laid out in Arizona. That's weird. It just is. Okay. So it was very different. Um, well, let's see. I'm out to most of my friends. I'm out to my mom ish she knows about the podcast she's never heard it she knows that um daddy jay and i are kinky she knows that the munches the club um and she knows that i teach um she had one request don't tell your father Uh uh-huh but when i was recently on like we had to go to a funeral a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. so i was with my whole family and i had plugged my phone into the car to like put the uh, directions up on their on the screen of the car we were in. And a message came in from Pink Kink Podcast social area. Oops. Yeah. And my dad saw and he goes, he goes, what? And I, and I unplugged the phone and I was like, you know where you're going? All right. And he's he's like, is that your podcast? And I was like, it's a podcast I listen to. Yeah. Yeah. See, well, my family knows all about the podcast. My dad's our accountant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. As far as work goes, though, I can't really mm-hmm. come out that much. Um, it is a bit of an open secret because most of the staff know, but any of the higher ups do not. And I'm going to keep it that way until I quit. 
Although uh, I almost fucking told them like a couple of weeks ago. I, I was this close to saying something. Um, We had, a, let's see, uh, like one of the higher ups and a security person came into my office area because like the room had short circuited and it was pitch black. And I was like, what the fuck? And they came in and they tried to tell me it was because I had too many lamps plugged in to surge protectors around my, my area. And I was like, no, that's not how electricity works. And they were like, well, it's because this, this, and this. And like these two assholes were trying to mansplain electricity to somebody named to me. Electrocalisi. Well, they don't know that part. Right. But I almost told them. Yeah. I om- I in my head, I'm looking at them and I'm like, you fucking dick weasel. Like, I know more about electricity than both of you put together because I play with it for fun every weekend in a sexual manner. Like, you better fucking back off. And I do say sexual in this case, mm-hmm. not just kink, because yeah. sometimes I get people off using it. So right. um, I am slowly coming out at work. I am completely out as poly. I have used the terminology poly. Turns out one of my bosses um, has a really good, good friend who also happens to be poly. So that was nice and simple and easy. Cool. Um I haven't used the words kinky. I use the words alternative lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like when I needed time off to go to winter fire. And I had missed a bunch of days of work because of my lovely kidney adventures. And they were asking, did I still need the time off for uh, in January? For the convention for the you convention, were going to. And I said, yes, I'm going to be teaching. And they're like, oh, what are you going to be teaching? I said, well, I'm going to be teaching about consent. And I'm going to be teaching about... They don't understand boundaries. Why would your bosses be asking you such a personal question? I know. That's ridiculous. I just, I honestly, when I was asking for time off, I told them I was going to a steampunk convention. Yeah. And that's literally been my excuse every single year. Yeah. So no, I, I, so I told them that and they said, oh, well, what kind of convention is it? And I just said, alternative lifestyles. And then I paused and waited. And that was where the question stopped. Now this on, on the other day, um, I taught yesterday a class on consent out in Fredericksburg, mm-hmm. and I was talking to my boss. We were going, we were, we were going for a walk, trying to get our exercise in. And um, I mentioned I was going to be going down to Fredericksburg, where I'd never been to, that I was going to be teaching and uh, teaching down there. And she says, "Oh, what kind of class?" I said, "Consent." And she says, "Oh, what's the group?" <laughs> so at that point, I just said, "Well." I just kind of giggled and I said, they call themselves T and G, the next generation, and left it at that. Okay. And she didn't say anything. And that was that. So it's, I'm slowly dropping hints. And if it comes up, you know, but I'm also at a point, you know, and this is one of the things I know Dara doesn't like to, we don't talk about 40. Okay. Mm -mm. Which I don't know why she's whining about it. I'm all of a whopping two and a half years from 60. Okay, a whopping two and a half years from 60. Even Dar's eyes are like, what the fuck? No, I mean, like, it's weird because I know how old you are, but every time you say it, I'm like, fuck. Right? How are you that much older than me and still one of my best friends? Like, it's just weird. Yeah. It is. It's kind of weird. So there's actually a TikTok for that. Of course there is. And I've been laughing. Does I- that make you a friend, Cougar? <laughs> it does, I guess. Okay. Almost all my friends are younger than I am. Well, very that's because you don't have an old soul. You have a very young, <laughs> young soul. soul. But yeah, there's a whole TikTok where it's like, I forget my bestie is so much younger than I am. Yep. So if you, what, 
If you could actually we should, do, yeah, we should do that. Do TikToks. God, I hope soon. I hope yeah. because I'm I'm legitimately trying to get a different job where I can actually have a social media presence right. and not be like but, but positive. I'm at, but I'm at a point in time in my life where one, I'm all out of fucks to give. Yes. And I am comfortable and confident enough that my employers love me, think I'm doing a fantastic job, and most importantly, they are all open-minded enough to be able to separate mm-hmm. what I do in my personal time and what, and what I'm doing at work. And what's really funny is because I had, over the pandemic, um, actually it wasn't even during the pandemic, sorry, it was after, I, I was switching jobs. And I had an interview online, like a Zoom interview. And oh, I, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I, I oopsed. Yep. And I forgot to change the name on my Zoom interview. And it comes up, it came up as Princess Rara slash Pink King Podcast. And I thought I quickly noticed it and changed it, but I guess it's still on their end came up. And they looked it up and they freaked out. Well, and needless to say, that job didn't happen. That's on them. Which is which is worked out well because the job that I have, oh my God, I love it. Hey, so Rara, um, 20 minutes ago, I asked you a question. Yeah. And we still haven't answered it. What was the question? And also, we haven't answered. We haven't read a single damn thing. That but we're, we're still talking to. about what's appropriate. Yeah, I, I know. But okay. So twenty minutes ago, I asked you when I said the word "coming out" as Polly and Kinky, oh and then we mentioned Reddit. That was the comment that I wanted you to talk oh about. Oh my god, we told. Okay, I'll, I'll talk about it now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Look at me being podcast on today. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> So anyway, so that was the word, the verbiage I used, coming out as Polly and Kinky. I got attacked by just one person. Yeah, I know, but that one stood out. Just one person who said I wasn't allowed to use the term coming out because that was for queers only. And that I was, um, oh God. Appropriating. Thank you. Oh my God. I need more coffee. But I was appropriating. (laughs) No, you don't. I was appropriating the term. Mm Mm-hmm. And even a couple of other people responded to that like, huh? It doesn't belong to one group. That's the thing. Well, coming out is a whole concept that was around long before queers came out. Mm -hmm. Now, if I had said I'm coming out of the closet, while I've heard it used for a lot of other different terms, too, it's uh, that one I could see a little bit more as being appropriating from the queer community. But just the coming out... I have a post on my FetLife that says my husband came out and it's not as um, gay, not as transgender, but as asexual. Mm -hmm. And the original uh, acronym LGBT does not have asexual in it. It does now. Now it's several uh, other letters. Now it's LGBTQA. Yeah. Have you seen that? No, I call it the alphabet mafia. No, it's Ljubitiqua because that's how TikTok pronounced the acronym. Oh, oh, and God. somebody actually responded, um, I want to be referred to as Ljubitiqua now. That's there it. That's my new that's my new term. I am part of the Ljubitiqua community. And like it's, <laughs> people have been running with it. And I'm like, that's amazing. This is why we can't ban TikTok people. Okay, sorry. Well, it's not just that. It's all the other shit that they were putting into that bill yeah. that, that concerns me because I have cameras in my house. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please look it up. It's bullshit. Anyway. Yes. So that that term is what I really wanted to get into because I think it's a perfectly appropriate term. Yeah. 
your coming out is something that is not normative. That mm-hmm. is not what everybody thinks of as normative. And it's perfectly appropriate. Anyway, that irritated me. Sorry. Um, so when I did come out, and I'm going to use that terminology, I did this in phases. So phase one was telling my parents and um, my sister, and at the time, not my kids. Right. That was phase one. Um, phase two was my kids. But even that was in separate phases. The first one was my oldest, because again- I was he, like, he had to he know was because already, you have a dungeon well, in the basement. Well, first of all, he was already in his 20s. So he was full ass adult. And he lives with me. So I, as Dara said, I had dungeon. My youngest, the funny thing is, is- she came, she went into my basement because it's also where I do, it's also where my washing machine and dryer is. She comes up, she's like, Mom, why do you have a sex dungeon in your basement? <laughs> and what I looked say? at it's her. It's not a sex dungeon. It's sex has nothing to do with it. No, I just looked at her and said, Why not? And left it at that. And again, I came out as Polly first. And then I ended up coming out as Kinky because I forgot I was covered in bruises and I got undressed in front of her. Yeah. My middle one. He knows I'm Polly because I've talked about the multiple relationships. We haven't really talked about kinky only because I can't even discuss condoms with my son no. before he, he freaks out. That on me. one would, would absolutely panic. Yeah. Because his mom's a virgin, don't you know? Well, also, he's, he, talk about being a prude. He is one big vanilla you, prude. My, my kids have rebelled by being vanilla. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it'll last with my daughter. But the, nope. other, but the boys will stay vanilla. I've <clears> said <throat> since I met that girl that she is a dom in training. Yeah. Um, then the next phase, <laughs> this was, this was the just announce it. I literally made a Facebook post Yep. that says, hi, I'm Polly and kinky. And if you have a problem with that, that's your problem. Well, why did you do that? Rara? I don't honestly remember. I remember. Why. Okay. You remind me because I really don't remember. <laughs> because we were about to release the first episode of the podcast and oh, you okay. wanted people to know just in case they found you on the podcast. That makes sense because I knew I was going to be in charge of social media because I can show my face. Yep. And I've shown like nothing. Well, no, that's not true. We have that one picture of me and like your height is at my tits. Right. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. So that I did that. And I will tell you the response to that was Almost entirely positive. People were like, you do you. If that's what floats your boat. I think maybe one or two people were like, what the fuck? I didn't check to see if anybody unfriended me on Facebook because I could care less. I kind of want to do that and just see like this one particular family member freak out and tell me I need Jesus. Well, one of the reasons I did this is because no family member follows me. Well, I, okay, so this because one, I already got in trouble once for posting that I was getting a divorce, and my my second and third cousins who followed me apparently instead of reaching out to me went and complained to my mother. That's so stupid. I know. Um, no, I've I came out to my cousin's wife a couple of weeks ago when we were mm-hmm. out there for the funeral because we were talking. I don't know what the fuck we were talking about, but I mentioned something about it, and she and I said, well, um. How open-minded are you? Oh, I was talking about the electricity thing and my stupid supervisor and his stupid security guy. Ah. And I, I was trying to explain to her why it was funny that they were explaining electricity to me. And she goes, I'm pretty open-minded. And I told her and she goes, oh my God, really? I said, yeah, for like eight years. And she goes, no, them, they're stupid. I can't believe they're mansplaining <laughs> that to you. <laughs> yeah, it's, look, the decision 
as to whether or not you come out as as kinky and or poly is a very personal decision. You need to do you need to take into account um, how it might affect your relationships with people, how it might affect your relationship with your employers. Um, you might choose to come out to just a few people that you trust implicitly. You might try, you know, decide you want to be like me and just make a Facebook post and mm-hmm. let your freak flag fly. No, well, that was not easy to say. One, yeah, right. Say that three times fast. I can't. One of my favorite coming out moments for me was to one of my cousins. And she and I have always been pretty tight. And she was actually the first relative on that side of the family that I came mm-hmm. out to. And I did it because I kind of had an inkling that she was too. Okay. And it turns out, yeah, she 100% is. Her current boyfriend, they, she met him because she was um, a unicorn to him and his girlfriend at the time. Ah, uh, yeah. And they were also doing um, kink. They were doing rope, I remember. They were doing the a lot of rope. And uh, what was the one that she posted the picture of her being tied to the chair that he rigged to also have a Hitachi? Yeah. And she was posting these pictures. And I'm like, dear God, I don't want to see it. I'm still related to you. And so she would spoiler tag and I just wouldn't look at them. Like, normally I'd be fine with it, but she's my cousin. And then, remember, she's the one that I brought over here yep. to that party. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was on my table, tits out, and I was doing a lecture to her and everything. And then she wanted to experience the uh, the tongue. And I said, I'm not doing that. Line drawn. I'll do whatever else, but that's my I'll line. Put my tongue on you. So my, at the time, fiance and my sub licked her tits at the same time. And, you know, she loved it and everything, but... Yeah, I mean, I didn't have a problem with that, but I did have a problem with licking my cousin's tits. That seems a fair boundary. (laughs) You know, it's, this is one of those, there's no right or wrong answer because everybody's different. I was able to come out completely and Dara can't. And, And that doesn't mean she's wrong for keeping it private, even if she could come out and she chose not to. That's still valid. It's what your level of comfort is. I, it's not that I don't have boundaries. I do. I really do, people. I promise I have boundaries. They're they're tiny. They're tiny boundaries. (laughs) Do you need a microscope to see them? Pretty much. (laughs) Look, you want to talk anal sex? I'm totally okay with it. You want to talk about my kink adventures? I'm totally okay with it. I really, it's, it's, yeah. Well, like if somebody asks, you're not going to say, you know, what I had a, uh, I was interviewing a cleaning person the other day because I just, I can't with my house. I can't anymore with the dog fur and everything. So I had a cleaning person come in and I was like, and she goes, well, do you want me to, you know, take a look at the basement? And I was like, no. Yeah. When I have the cleaning crew, <laughs> when I have the cleaning crew over, I'm like, you don't have to do the basement. I was like, not no, no. And, and poor Daddy Jay is like, yeah, they, they, I would, I would like them to clean the basement. I was like, not while well, all my stuff is out. Thank you. Yeah, and your stuff isn't even as scary as my stuff. No, not nearly. <laughs> Actually, honestly, they'd probably look at it and be like, what the fuck is yeah. all that? They wouldn't even know what it is. Yeah, I mean, my landlord has been down here in, in the basement and seen the stuff. But there's like tools and a massage table. So like, yeah. you can sort of get an idea. But yeah, no, I was just like, yeah. Nah. And he, he asked my son, he says, what is that stuff? And my son, bless his heart, was just like, I don't ask questions. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Which is true. He doesn't. Good for him. He just, yeah. it, it's, I still, I can't have luck. I, I do have boundaries. I promise. Just when I'm in my own home, I don't want any. And I, I want my kids growing up with the understanding that do whatever the fuck makes you happy. If you're not hurting anybody, 
Well, I mean, in the bad way. (laughs) In the bad way. If you're consensually hurting somebody, it's fine. Yeah. But let's talk some of the stories. We have a few more minutes. Just a couple. Just a couple. Yeah. Pick your favorites because we ain't getting them all. Well, it's interesting. Most people seemed like it was easier for them to come out as poly than as kinky. Now, I truly believe one of the reasons the fact that I've mentioned I'm poly is so accepted is because I'm not married. Right. And I think it's easier for people to understand that. Well, if you come out as poly when you're married, they don't understand it as well. You know, I can't even get away with monogamish at some points. Yeah. You know, a lot of the stuff with telling about the kids, it seemed like the younger the kids were, the less people were telling them. And the more, the older the kids were, the more comfortable they were with sharing the information. I mean, that makes sense. Right? I mean. That does make sense. My daughter, you know, look, I had always raised my kids, even from a very young age, with being comfortable around nudity and and talk of sex. Though we certainly didn't do anything more than just kiss in front of the kids. And the Duggar side hug. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, we, you know, the, I kept the kinky stuff until they were older and could understand better. As I said, I didn't intend to tell my daughter we were kinky at 13 years of age. I just had no other choice. And I made sure to talk about the fact that it is consensual. A lot of harping on the consensual part of stuff. Are, are you going to read any of these? I can. Because um, you keep saying you're going to, and then like it's been it's been half an hour since the All last right. Do you want me to? <laughs> I just find it really funny. Look, I, this whole thing has not gone the way that I was expecting to, which is just fine. I noticed because like, hold well, on. No, I you wanna... started it. I did. But you, no, no, no. Oh, because I gave no. you an idea to how to start this no. thing and you did not no. take it and you went off an entirely no. different thing. You went off on the tangent. I wanted you to talk about the coming out right, which part is not what and we then discussed 20 minutes before. later. Okay, but I didn't think you'd go 20 minutes. Really? Have you met me? Good point. I did not <laughs> remember that it was you and this podcast. Honestly, though, I think this has been pretty cool. I mean, it's a lot of chatting about our personal experiences, which is like, you know, totally relevant. We do things our way and mm-hmm. both of us have done things differently. Right. But I'm asking. You want to read? Go pick one. Do you read want one. to read one? Sure. Because, go ahead. Or do you it. want to keep talking? Because I can go either way. So can I. I, I you know, I do, we swing both ways. Yes. <laughs> it's part of being a switch. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to. That one. (laughs) Okay. Read that one. I landed on the line. Okay. Okay. This one. Two years ago, we were sitting by the fireplace just enjoying having our boys boys home from college for Christmas break. Our youngest said he had a question to ask us. Are you guys into kink? And I love how blunt that was. Just like straight up. Sounds like something my daughter would do. Didn't she? No. Because remember, she found bruises on me. She went, what are those? Got you. They're bruises. Duh. There were a lot more than just I felt. Yeah, no. Uh, Then it's, we both said yes at the same time and explained how he's my dom and I'm his submissive. And both boys were like, yeah, figured that out years ago. We laughed and asked some more, and they asked some more questions. It was a great night. Now my youngest son will ask me about the best places to buy certain sex toys. I love how accepting and and that he feels he can ask me anything now. I love that. I love that story. That's really sweet. Because I want to be able to do that. Listen. Thank God my daughter doesn't listen so I can share this story. Oh, my God. I bought her her first her first vibrator. Uh, yeah, I remember you telling me about that. And then I asked her, did she need me to show her 
how it works. Mm-hmm. And my daughter's face got bright red and she says, I can read instructions, mom. And that was the end of that. My first but I wasn't, my intention was not to get her naked on the bed, legs spread and no, show her, show her. Tell but her. But just, and, and explain the different parts of her body that she could try it on. Yeah. Tell, not show, right. not demonstrate. Yeah. My mom, uh, well, so first of all, my first vibrator was the shower head. That's a good one. Yeah. And my mother could never figure out why I took hour long showers. <laughs> I like hot water, mom, and I cannot lie. No, I'd just be like, no, it's my only time to be like, you know, quiet and not having people bug me. Get out. Goodbye. Stop knocking. Yeah. All right. You pick one. Okay. Just randomly. Go- I am. I did. I'm right here. Okay. I'm Polly and Kinky. A handful of friends know about the poly and or kink, but don't understand it. Friends, I'm open to discussing things in general, but specifics aren't their concern unless they're actually curious about it for themselves. One friend for sure knows about both. She hinted she was kinky first, and I told her I was poly and a switch. Based on some reactions I got from our overlapping friend group last time I visited in person, I think she may have told others about me. A couple local non-kink friends may know about kink because a friend with benefits outed me, but they may not have caught the comment. Work? Hell no. <laughs> Thankfully, I did Brazilian jitsu for five years, so many, so any bruises or sores they might see, they assume are from that. That's a really, really good right? excuse. Going into work with a black guy from a ver- verifiable sports encounter will pretty much stop any future inquiries. I've told my closest work friends that I'm dating, but not looking for someone to marry, which is honestly a crappy description of Polly, but I'm not comfortable with how they would react. Family. They're all from rural Oklahoma, (laughs) but I now live in Maryland. They know I'm weird, but don't know in what ways. Honestly, I don't think they have any frame of reference and probably just think I'm a lesbian, which (laughs) makes them uncomfortable enough to not ask anything if it comes up. I would probably answer general things, but only after asking if they actually want the answers. I'm super independent from them. So except for worrying uh, my last remaining grandparent, they can all go suck rocks if they don't like my life. <laughs> I like that. Amen, so much. sister. Amen. They can all go suck rocks. Um, I love it. But I think they, there's a very, a very good point here. I just want to touch on it briefly, which is um, the, the asking the questions, right? I would only answer general things, but only after asking if they actually want the answers. And I think that's important because we talk a lot about consent and people may have questions when you do come out about the lifestyle. I would caution you to be very careful how you answer them. Start off with small, general, generic answers before you go on to like very specific details. I do this with my own child. When she asks me a question, I stop for a second and I look at her and I say, I will answer that question if you really want me to. But once I've said it, you can't unhear it. You cannot unring that bell. Nope. So do you want me to answer that question? And she sometimes will say, yes, I really do. And sometimes she'll say, you know what? Never mind. I don't need to know. And I think that's important. If your family or whoever you're telling is asking you about the bruises, Start off with something like, you know, we did consensual impact. We negotiated. I agreed to everything. This was done for fun. Versus, okay, so he took out this paddle 
And then he hit me with that. And then he hit me with the cane. And then he hit me with that. And then- oh, and you don't need to go into a whole lot of detail. That's not right. necessary. Unless they then ask a follow-up question. And then okay. you can get more. So we've talked about coming out to friends, family, coworkers, right? right? What about the people that you don't normally think about? Like- and I know you have stories about this. You had to come out to your wax lady. Oh, yeah. I've had to come. You've had to come out to doctors. And we've had people ask about that. How do you come out to your doctor? When it comes to your doctor, you need to be honest. Be honest, but also tell them beforehand. Because if you tell them after they've noticed the bruises, it might seem like you're trying to cover it up. While if before they ever see a single bruise on you, you tell them point blank, you may see bruises on me. I participate in consensual BDSM. Or in my case, electrical burns. Right. <laughs> then they're more likely to believe you that it's consensual than if then you're trying to cover up abuse. Now, that doesn't mean that that's always going to work. I know one of our patrons in particular switched OBGYNs because her OBGYN kept trying to kick the husband out of the room and say, do you need help? Are you being abused? Which I understand where they're coming from. But by the third time she's telling you, these are consensual. We participate in BDSM. Like, believe your patient. Um, I came out to the my wax lady because I had I couldn't keep exp- coming up with stories about the bruises. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I just found I was like, yeah. Now, does this mean you might not have to change? Like, if she hadn't responded well and there was an issue, I would have had to leave her and find another wax lady. And that is the risk you take. I mean, like I was talking about coming out to my cleaning lady. Yeah. And like, there's there's always going to be people that you don't really expect. Everybody always thinks about vanilla friends or family members or coworkers are always the biggest ones. Mm-hmm. But like cops, what about if you're having like a particularly vocal scene and your neighbor calls the cops? Yeah, that gets more difficult. Yeah, exactly. Listen because to our episode of for the law. In, yeah, you don't necessarily want to tell your right. the cops. The thing to do with that is just... For that, I would just say I was having really good swinging from the chandelier sex. Yes, and that usually makes them go, oh, like they get embarrassed. wild monkey sex. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Do monkeys have hot wild sex? Apparently, yes. They swing from vines and do it. (laughs) Lucky them. Right? We just have railings. Listen, I've hung from... Not the chandelier. Not the chandelier. Hard points because it's much safer. Don't don't hang from the chandelier. Don't do chandeliers, guys. That would break and be bad. Um, but like, what other kind of people would like my neighbors? We accidentally outed me and all of us to the neighbors with Rara story. No, excuse me. We accidentally outed as kink at as funky sex people. <laughs> I don't believe kink came into it. No, but if they eventually knew, that's different. We, but but I talked about sex. I did not talk about kink. Mm, that's true. And I talked about a gangbang. Gangbang isn't necessarily kinky. I had to come out to my one neighbor, uh, Jane, the one that was like, you know, telling and met it, and met Diesel and, and very yeah. and looked at me and went, "I understand." Listen, girl. that was what two years after yeah. the fact, and we specifically invited her to that party so that she could meet Diesel. Right. Um, and but, oh my God, the, she couldn't stop touching him. Oh my God, <laughs> she's hilarious. Though. Luckily, I don't get jealous. I want to bring her to to risque one night. Do it. Do you know how but fucking only popular she would there, be? But do it. I have to be there because I need to see this. Okay, you know what we need to do? We what? need to convince uh, the people running it that we need to have like a go-go disco night because she actually has all of her clothes from the 70s that she could wear. 
I'm impressed if she still fits into them. Forget oh, that she, she does. Forget that she has them. The she fact f- that she fits into she them. She fits. Um, anyway, so no, like, um, but I've I've had to come out to her as a professional, uh, professional person, what? a professional, <laughs> a kinkster, do- kinkster yeah. person, you know, and it's like not normally a thing you would think about, but like I did, I had to say. She goes, "Why are all these people always showing up at your house?" And I'm like, "And they only stay for like an hour Does or she two, not and then they leave." Boundaries that she asked. Listen, that, that one in particular, you know, no, she, she doesn't no have boundaries. <laughs> she does not understand. Is that, that why she and I got along so well? Exactly. And that's why, no, she You would, sure you want both of us at risque in the same night? That may not end well for anybody else. Are you else. kidding? I would videotape her reactions. <laughs> it would, if that was allowed, I would, it would be hysterical. <gasps> only, only if I'm also doing sutures and then she has to come watch. Oh, she's going to, she's not going to participate in a single damn thing, but no. that woman will voyeur her way across the whole place. I got to do it. We have do to do it. it. Do it. Do you think it. she'd want to come to the do steampunk it. one or is that too soon? I don't know. We got to bring her. Okay. And like, here's the other thing. I'm starting to think my my dog babysitter, my dog sitter is starting to get some suspicions. Why? Because every time she comes over to babysit the dogs, she's she's coming over right when we're leaving for risque. And she sees me in, I don't know, a somewhat sexier outfit than normal, fully made up and a uh, very large suitcase. And I always tell her. I didn't see where you were going with the very large. Very yes. large suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not walking around with a very large dildo. That's a shame. Yeah, well, it would be in shame. the suitcase. Yeah. I wonder if I could get one that I could electrify. Probably. Anyway, thoughts. Um, But yeah, she, I think she has some suspicions about what type of club I'm always going to once a month. And if I say I'm working it, I mean, at first she thought it was just like I was doing ticket sales or something, you know, mm-hmm. or working the door. But why would I... Why would I need a very large suitcase to do that? I don't know. Who knows what's in that suitcase? I don't know. Tinsel. Tinsel. That's that's what's in my suitcase. I bring a huge suitcase full of tinsel. Um we probably we're probably close to close to the end of this we're already. Pretty much, we just, we're there, we hit it. I'm kidding. Look at this. <laughs> that was no script, no notes. Like these notes nope. are just stories. Nope. We hey, high five. We hey. did great. <laughs> you why? Because we're a genius. <laughs> Coming, ch- the choice to come out is really, really personal. And as much as I recommend it, if you can, because let me tell you, my life is so much easier not having to come up with stories and excuses and watching what I say. Because it's hard to, to constantly watch what you're saying. It It's hard to figure out what you've said and then keep up with it right? sometimes. Exactly. Remembering what stories you've told what people. Because, yeah. Um. So the fact that I don't have to necessarily fully censor myself. I mean, I still. I'm not, I am not about to tell my bosses, oh, my God, yeah. So I did this suture scene. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. You know, just like I never said why they're asshole idiots for telling me about electricity. God, I still want to. Like, if I leave, that's going to be in my exit interview. Like, why are you leaving? Because you're a fucking idiot. Because I'm tired of you people mansplaining shit. And to me. and that's not the only time they've done that. So anyway, different story. Okay, but really, I still want you to think long and hard before you make the decision to come out. Um, it could be that it's no big deal, and the people that you tell are like. Cool. Long or, and hard. Uh-huh. <laughs> nah. 
or they might say, "Oh, that explains everything," because we had some <laughs> we, we had some questions. <laughs> um, but they may respond badly, and that's that's the risk you take. I was pretty comfortable and confident that my family would react well. In fact, the funny thing is, is they reacted. Be- my mother reacted better to that than finding out I had a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my mom reacted very badly to the, the knowledge that I had a girlfriend. And then she called me back five minutes later and apologized profusely because she recognized that that, oh, was good a, for her. that that was a piss poor reaction. I, I have a feeling my dad would react better than my mom thinks if I, if, if I ever actually like flat told him. Because this is a man that when we're at my parents' house, he takes the cutting board and pretends to whack my mother's ass with it and makes like these really exaggerated <laughs> faces. Well, and the funny thing is, is like you, your kink isn't that crazy. No, he would probably understand it. Like I can understand people going, you mean you actually stick needles and sew yourself just for fun? Like that I can understand people going, what? what? But for all of us who've ever had like, Tens units as part of physical therapy? It's not that crazy. I don't think he has, but honestly, I think he would get it. Yeah. If I just, I, I've started describing it as a spiky massage. Spiky. It see, is a little bit see, spiky. See, if I say spiky, it's going to be a totally different meaning. Okay, fine. Tingly massage? Ooh, tinkles. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even Sorry. like it. Well, for you, it's a smacky massage. <laughs> That's true. Oh, I should warn you, and we'll just do this in a final note, and then you can hit end, or I would do that because it'd be so much fun. Um, so we now we always talk about how kink is not a competition. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, our friend Bobby apparently didn't get the memo. Oh, no. What? Well, he's very hurt and upset that I haven't done electro with him. <gasps> so... So hey, Bobby, I win. <laughs> so, well, no, I promised him I would do an electro impact scene with him because he said that's his thing. Cheater. What? Cheater. Cheater. Did You're cheating like on me. It better. You're cheating on don't, me. Don't tell him. You're cheating on don't me. Don't tell him because I don't know that he's listening. I'm telling, I'm telling hot Asian guy that you're going to have a, a scene with somebody other than me and him for electro impact. Oh, no. If he's in it, I'm, I'm going with him. Hey, wait. Sorry. What? Not me? Oh, no. The two of you together. Yeah. Okay. You know, the poly in me likes to be co-topped. What can I say? And you know what? That was one of the best scenes I think no. we have ever done. I tell people all the time, I'm poly in my romantic life and my kink life. Mm-hmm. No, you're just a hoe in your kink life. I am just a hoe. <laughs> I think that's sort of the perfect way to end this whole thing. <laughs> say it again. I'm just a hoe. <laughs> oh my God, Rara. What? Oh my god you scared me oh my god what do you know what we forgot apparently not well, okay so yeah granted but um <laughs> um 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 we didn't sing we did we did an entire episode and we didn't fucking sing do you know what we didn't sing what did we sing i'm coming out, out. i'm coming out i want the world to know gotta let it show i'm coming out <laughs> there's a new me come okay anyway yeah no i can't believe we went through the entire episode and we forgot to sing that oh my god of all episodes i should be spanked well i thought we were punching i'll take that too but booby remember with the thing. remember i'm a hoe you are a hoe yes yes <laughs> I, my bad i completely forgot <laughs> your royal hoeness
That was new. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs>Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be featured in an episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are Pink Kink Podcast 2.0. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to help support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast. You can also help support our affiliates, which benefits small businesses and pink kink. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. Until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted. Stay twisted.